All right. This is December 12th, episode oh, four. Yeah. four two season. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, time to talk about some Oregon State University sports. Uh, we tend to focus on the uh, ones that don't get as much attention. I am Pete, that is Brian's. And uh, we focus on the uh, less highlighted sports, yeah. although we do talk about the highlighted we sports. Talk about sports the, we talk about the highlighted sports, but we also want to draw attention to the great other sports yes. that viewers yep. do well at. Absolutely. Speaking of which, uh, go ahead and kind of yeah. recap what has happened since the last time we got together. Volleyball team had their season come to a conclusion, but they did get uh, one postseason honor, a uh, postseason award for one of the Beavers, their junior outside hitter Haley Bennett. Was named honorable mention all Pac-12, and considering the kind of volleyball that gets played in the Pac-12, that is that's a big serious honor. business. Yeah, that's a big honor. She's from Philomath, uh, the gateway to both Corvallis and Toledo. Uh, but uh, she played in all 31 matches, a total of 111 sets. She led the Beavers with 333 kills, so three kills a set, uh, which is pretty solid. Yeah, um, she had uh, 25 kills against Arizona. That was her best game this year. Also getting some uh, postseason honors. Uh, let's do. We covered men's soccer. They had Pac-12, all Pac-12 guys, mm-hmm. and women's soccer. Uh, they uh, just announced their recruiting class for 2020. That was uh, last late last month that they added nine new players, including Jazzy Campbell from Steamy Valley, California; Isabel Herod of Spring, Texas; Brianna Pizarro of Valley Stream, New York; Aubrey Rashid of the Ladera Ranch, California. Haley Richardson of Great Falls, Virginia, Alyssa Romero of Beaumont, California, Valerie Tobias of Fillmore, California, Anna Wagner of a place in Minnesota that's hard to pronounce, and Gail Wells of Bloomington, Indiana. And uh, that's a good good spread of uh, geography mm-hmm. that they're getting. They're not, yeah. you know, that's one of the keys uh, because Oregon is not relatively that population dense. You got to go outside of Oregon. And to score a bunch of players from California is a good thing. You know, also Virginia, is that's that's good stuff. Uh, Coach Matt Kagan says the most important things he's looking for and that these young women bring to the program are high character, work ethic, grit, and selflessness, and that they should add a lot to a team. That did start off 8-0 in the non-conference play, and hopefully adding these new players will help them ascend the ranks of the Pac-12 because it is which oh, is going to be tough, it's but a, it's good that it's a hard kind of, that's a lot of miles the coaching team put in to recruit really from did. all these places. So kudos to them for getting all these folks. All well, these yeah, girls to uh, get out there and uh, land yeah. some kids from, yeah. from uh, some of these places, especially California, of course. Uh, the key to recruiting any sport for the Beavers is getting that neighboring state south. So, yeah. Uh, gymnastics open up their season with their annual orange and black inter-squad exhibition meet. Yeah. For what it's worth, the black team won 12 to 7. What's most important is that 19 of the 20 women on the team participated in at least one event, including all but one of the freshmen. They have one freshman who's out for the season with an injury, but otherwise they're in uh, good shape. It's a nice way to get introduced to Crowded Gill. Um, also, the, the first gymnastics poll came out, and the Beavers are ranked number 11 in the country. Uh, Oklahoma is number one in the the highest ranked team in the conference, the Pac-12, is UCLA. Beavers host them February 29th. They uh, are fourth in the country, and Utah's fifth. Out of the 11 out of the 15 teams the Beavers are going to start off their schedule with are in the top 36 in the country. So they have a, a great coming up, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Speaking of recruiting, uh, we had the women's golf team. They added two signings from overseas for the 2021 roster. So they'll start school in September of 2020. Danique Stokemans uh, from the Netherlands and Nadi Sund from Sweden nice. added to the golf team. Welcome to Oregon. Yeah. And the uh, wrestling team, they went over and they defeated George Mason University in Washington, D.C. at a dual meet. Then they followed it up. They went to, uh, remember, the Annapolis mm-hmm. Classic. They placed three wrestlers in the top six at that one. Devin Turner at 133, uh, Brandon Taylor at 125, and heavyweight to Marcus Grant. Highest individual placing weaver was actually Lane Stegall at 149. He came four nice. in his weight class. This is really exciting. We watched the wrestling team last year. Yes, yes. Um, and you got to see uh, the uh, the conference uh, tournament. I saw. I watched the conference tournament, and then I tried to watch some of the NCAA. Tournament. Yeah, that's a little and, rough. But you got to see quite a bit of Amar Desi. Yes, and, um, he won the Canadian wrestling trial, which is awesome because that means cool. he's one step closer to making the Canadian <laughs> Olympic team. On his way to this championship, he actually beat Canada's 2016 Olympic heavyweight Corey Jarvis who had not lost to another Canadian wrestler in six years. Awesome. That's a big win for yeah, Mardesi. Um, next up for him, he's got the Pan American Olympic Qualification Tournament. That comes up in March. And if he finishes in the top two, uh, he'll go to the 2020 Olympics, representing his home country, Canada. That's so awesome. That's pretty sweet. Uh, football is over, of course, and the Beavers did lose the Civil War 24 to 10. Watch that here. here. That was a little rough. It was not easy to watch, uh, yeah. but, you know, it was Closer than it could have been, but uh, the Beavers squandered a few opportunities here. There. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for that punt return, it, yeah. the game would have been all. It would have been what? Uh, then it's a seven point game. It's a seven point game at that point. And then Jamar Jefferson, instead of following his blockers, made I, kind of a rookie mistake. And yeah, <laughs> he went the other way, tried to make the big play. Yeah, and he lost the ball. And, yeah, but. Anyway, uh, you know, the uh, team from Eugene was a 20-point favorite, so if you bet on the Beavers, they at least spread. Yeah. And they finished 5-7, uh, and seven, which is their best record since 2014, and that's progress. And there were some post-season uh, honors for this team, as you might imagine. Hamaka Rashid was named first-team All-American by two publications. Uh, SI is also the uh, athletic. He led the nation with 22-and-a-half tackles for loss and was second in the country in sacks. 14. Now, that's always the bummer, too. That's in the woulda, shoulda, coulda department. Mm-hmm. He injured his hand late in the season. And had he been at full strength against Washington State, maybe they win that game. Had he been at full strength in the Civil War, maybe he'd have been able to contribute more to that. You know? But that's, that's you know, yeah. the what is. <laughs> the what ifs, right? Yep. There's so many things. That's the thing about football, right? Right. And uh, the redshirt uh, junior in his fourth year is likely gone to the NFL, depending on, you know, where he thinks he's going to land. Wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins has already declared for the NFL draft. Uh, yeah. Not a surprise. Yeah, no he's surprise a there. Super football player, and he's also married and graduating at the end of winter term, so he doesn't have a lot of incentive for sticking around um, other than possibly increasing stock by coming back for one more year of football. But that's gone both ways for players. Yeah, people get hurt, right? I mean, you can't blame him for going after what he needs to do for, him, for him and his family. So good luck to him. Yep. Uh, other honorees uh, that uh, were named to, um, let's see, Omar Spates, uh, Spates was named uh, freshman All-America. Isaiah Hodgins, Rashid, uh, offensive lineman Blake Brandell were named second team All-Pac-12. Also offensive lineman uh, Brandon Kipper, uh, Jake Luton, the quarterback, and tight end Noah Tungiai were offensive All-Conference All-Mention, honorable mention rather. 
and speaks with honorable mention on the defensive side as a freshman. So he's the truth. And the cool mm-hmm. thing is we've got him for at least two more years. So nice. that's, that's exciting. Fact. Nice. Um, athletic department also announced the football home and home series with Ole Miss. And if it all holds together, that would be the first time an SEC team has come to visit Corvallis in 2030. So uh, Beaver is going to, uh, uh, what's it called? Well, Las Vegas, uh, Oxford, Mississippi. They plan that out pretty far ahead. They huh? really do. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, they really do. I don't know how they come up with it. And, and you know, those things are always subject to change, too, right. because you're talking seven to ten years in the future. Yeah. Men's basketball, they had a bit of a rough go for a little while um, on their last game. They played uh, Portland State. Uh, PSU is pretty good, um, big state yeah. team. But uh, Beavers hung on. They won 81 76 at Gill Coliseum back at the first of the month. PSU is pretty good. And of course, anytime they play against their Pac 12 foes to the south, they play extra hard. Yeah. Trish Tinkle, uh, no real surprise, led the Beavers with 26 points, nine rebounds, seven assists in that contest. Beavers are now 7 and 1 in non conference play, which is actually their best start since the 86 87 season when Gary Payton was a freshman. So, you know, they're off to a good start. The conference season will be coming up soon, and it's uh, good that they got off on the right foot. Yeah. Tinkle uh, himself was named to another watch list. He is now on the watch list for the Oscar Robertson Award, which is kind of one of the All American teams. He's on the watch list for the Wooden Award and the Naismith Award, the Lute Olson Award, which is the Pac 12 Award, and then also the Julius Irving Award, which is the award given best small forward in Also, Beaver's guard Zach Reichel was scholar athletes of the month for November, which segues nicely into women's basketball. Yes. Yes. Because Janessa Thropay was also one of the scholar athletes of the month of November. A speech communication major carrying a 3.78 GPA, which is actually almost a full point higher than my final GPA. <laughs> so not only is she playing basketball, She's carrying a higher full yeah. point GPA. Higher she got herself a GPA. Um, yeah, and not bad. Uh, she made her first uh, career three pointer. I guess was that against? Yeah. The yeah well, no, I don't think that was, was that. That was earlier. This that season. was earlier the season, but it was good to see, you start to see her shoot the three more. Yeah. On the floor, so it was really cool. She took a couple threes, I think, if I remember right, during the game against Y, because I was down there watching that. Yeah. Really good game. You want to run through the stats well, that you won, have right yeah, now? Why don't you run through the, the stats? The important thing the is that when they yeah. played Hawaii uh, last Friday, they won 64-32. That's yeah. the important thing. That's important. And apparently, they held Hawaii to single digits every single quarter. So Correct. All four yeah. <laughs> uh, freshman Kennedy Brown led the team in scoring with 16. Mm-hmm. That's her second 16-point game this year. Michaela Pivik had 11, grabbed seven boards. Destiny Slocum dropped in 10, seven boards, three assists. Mm-hmm. I got the Beavers up to 8 0 on the young season. They're one of 16 remaining undefeated teams in the country. They also jumped up a spot in the polls to number yep. four. That's their highest rating since 2015, yep. uh, which I think they got a size for two, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, um, that was the year. Was that the year the final four? I don't know, but they got up to number two. It was 16. Yeah. 8 0 started their best start also since 15 16. Beavers are. Winning by an average of twenty three point eight points per game in the non conference season, so they do have they do have a good thing going. What did you see at the Hawaii? Game? Yeah, so I mean the Hawaii game was cool because so a Kennedy Brown had a really great game. But what yeah. was really cool about her is um, 
she wasn't hesitating to take three. So I think, and I have to go look at the stat sheet. She did three or four three pointers. Wow! Right. So you're talking yeah. about yeah. So yeah. So that's really awesome for her. She's not hesitating. She pulled the so trigger. Got good freshman, freshman inside, inside outside. Side. Yeah. So that that <laughs> high post, low yep. post, and then a step out three yeah. is going to be pretty deadly. That's that's um, looking good. Yeah. And then you know we were you and I were talking about the score a little bit. Like what I saw or what it seemed like to me was. And, you know, Coach Ruick was experimenting with a couple different things. So sure. defensively, he was experimenting with what looked to be like a three-quarter court folk, a three-quarter court press trap. trap. Okay. So I think the team, you know, with the team speed this year, he can do that a bit yeah. more. So it, it seemed as almost like he was trying it out because he knows he's got to use something like that for when Pac-12 play starts. Yeah. Um, so they were doing that. They were switching some zone defense, the man-to-man defense. Um, and then offensively, he was trying, it seemed like, there were times when like Michaela Pivik in like a, if it was like a, I don't hate to say more serious game, but like, yeah, it seems like Michaela Pivik would take over some spots. She was kind of like trying to get the other folks involved. And I think that was almost done on purpose. There seemed like some other plays he was trying to run offensively. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so, you, so like we talked about, some of the players doing things you hadn't normally seen, so like Janessa Prope shooting three, yeah. Maddie Washington was taking jump shots. Uh, a little bit further out, drive into the basket a couple of times. So that was really encouraging to see. And then Jasmine Simmons was, you know, pulling the trigger too. So that was good. And she had like, to me, the awesomest drive. Like she did this drive kind of out of nowhere, was going to go on up for this reverse layup. It was, it was almost like she drove and we, like the crowd didn't know that she can shoot it at that angle. Yeah. She does this reverse layup. It bounced around the rim and came out, but if it would have went in, it would have been a spectacular. Huh. Um, How did uh, Taylor uh, Taylor Jones, the freshman? Taylor Jones looked; she's looking so solid and yeah. consistent. So I think again, it's between they're trying to run different plays to balance out, trying to get what Kennedy's touches and Taylor's touches, and how that builds in total of offense. A couple other people got some playing time, like Patricia Morris did, no Mannon. And like I said, Jasmine Cinnamon's got some significant playing time, which I think is pretty positive. And the, to me, kind of one of the coolest parts of the whole experience with kind of speaks to how all the fans are. Mm-hmm. Every time Noel, Noel Mannon or Patricia Morris or Jasmine Simmons got the ball on offense, mm-hmm. they were cheering so hard for them to score. And yeah. Noel, Noel Mannon did. She nailed a couple threes. Yeah. Patricia Morris, you know, she was trying to score. Couple different spots and a different, couple different positions, but um, but didn't end up scoring. But she had a couple monster blocks like she normally does, so it was really cool. And the crowd seems to like really cheer on some of the younger players. It's really fun. That's good. Yeah. That'll help foster that. Uh, yeah. Confidence and knowing that the fans have their back. Yeah. So it's cool. coming up for the women's basketball team. They are going to be hosting Utah State. That comes up Saturday night at seven thirty. Yes. Then they are going off to Paradise. Yeah, then they're going to the Maui Gym Classic next week. That's in Lahaina. They're That's, yep. uh, playing against the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks on Wednesday and then, and then BYU. Yeah, and then they're back playing CSU on 29th. Okay, awesome. And Saturday is donate. They're collecting toys. So if you're right. a fan and you're listening, you're going to the game, collect a toy and bring it. Yes. Yeah, they're actually at the, the men's game at three. They're mm-hmm. going to do the teddy bear toss as well. Yeah. Uh, where fans are encouraged to bring uh, teddy bear stuff down, throw it down before halftime. They scope, scoop them up and put them in that uh, big orange 
Toyota Tacoma. They distribute during the holidays, and that's a really neat thing that they have mm-hmm. community. The men's basketball, speaking of them, is playing Arkansas Pine Bluff at Hill Coliseum at 3 p.m. That was actually originally 4.30 tip-off, mm-hmm. but make sure they want to get everything cleared for the women's game. Plus, take care of the um, teddy bear toss, all those things. They moved it up to 3 o'clock, and Trace uh, Tinkle, fun fact about him, is actually in fourth place now all-time as a scorer at Oregon State University. And if he stays healthy this year, 341 points away from passing Gary Payton as the all-time lead. Mm-hmm. So figure 341 points if he can get, uh, you know, 18 to 20 points a game over a 30-something 30, 30 season, they'll be fine. So, yeah. And I hope, this is the biggest thing, I hope when he gets real close, like 20, maybe 15 points away or something, the GP comes to the game. That'd be good. Yeah. Because it's always good. Your opinion's on him. Yep. Uh, wrestling is coming up. They're going to Nevada as the biggest little city in the world at Reno. Uh, if they could stop by Harris and say hi to my money, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, but they're going to the Nevada Tournament of Champions on the 15th. Now, football is making their final push. You have commitments because signing day is coming up February 5th. I think they have a big old Port- Portland party uh, for that. Uh, gymnastics has their season starting in earnest on January 3rd when they travel to Lake Buena Vista, Florida to take on Georgia and Iowa. So that's that's pretty much what's coming up. Uh, most exciting thing, of course, for you. Uh, you got Saturday, you got some yep. basketball games. Yeah. A couple of women's basketball games coming up here in December before league play starts. Yeah. Were you able to... Uh, Carve out the time to go to Maui Gym for yourself. No, or? I no. I mean, I th- I thought about it, but I don't think I'll be able to go this year. Wow. Uh, maybe next year. Yeah. Same so, thing with the Pac-12 tournament. I'll be out of town. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So when that comes up in March. Right. Well, that I think pretty much covers it for what we got going on this week. Yeah, it's going to be quiet uh, for next couple of weeks while everybody's on winter break. Apparently, right? So yep. I think the end of that ends of final weeks is today. Basically, yeah. This right? is, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Today's Thursday, so I guess some people have Friday final. Do they? Yeah, I don't remember having a Friday Friday final. I don't either, really. But yeah, anyway, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, that's that's what we got for right now. All right. So it, uh, probably won't record. So everybody have a happy holidays, yes, Merry please. Christmas, everybody happy New Year out there, and we'll do another uh, episode after the New Year. Sound good. Happy New Year, W. Mm-hmm.